Yes, yes, and welcome to a brand new episode of the... I feel like we say this every time, Max. I feel like we say that's, brand that's your new... Lines. I feel like we say brand new, we are back. You know, we, we keep coming back and going away, keep coming back. You know what, it's, we're all very busy, but I promise we'll try and stay on top of this going forward. Uh, before we start this episode, I want to say a special shout out to DJ Ace, who just had a successful uh kidney transplant the other day um for a lot, a lot of the kick out listeners who might not know ace has been going through uh a lot of saga with kidney failure and um he's finally got the transplant the other day so this is probably one of the reasons this is another reason of why we always kind of stop and start but but um besides that we're always very busy as well but yeah i just want to say special love to dj ace um can't yes. wait for you to heal up mex and i and tay and flu will make sure we get you pretty drunk when you're back on the <laughs> no, amazing no. news amazing news yeah, good, good to good to hear absolutely uh mex how are you first and foremost how are you my brother very well very well just um again trying to keep on top of all this wrestling news man there's a there's yeah. a lot of it um the saudi show which we're going to talk about today pleasant surprise i think um yeah. we all got um from yeah, yeah, what yeah. saudi shows have been in the past so yeah yeah i think they're finally starting to figure out the formula with the saudi shows and i kind of feel like within wwe not to say that there was never a big following in saudi saudi arabia i think i remember back in the day like in the late 90s Ahmed, or mid 90s Ahmed johnson winning like the kuwait cup back in the day mm. you know what i mean like so i mean you know wwe is a very world-renowned uh television program so obviously people in saudi arabia or in that part of part of the world have obviously have been invested in wrestling but i don't know it just seems to me the crowd was so hyped like the, the, the crowd in previous crown jewel events i felt being a bit subdued you know they, they, i mean they pop crazy for mansoor which we'll talk yeah. about but but i just felt like it felt very much like a lot of business people were watching these like the emirates you know in arsenal stadium a lot of these business people watching they're not really real fans you know like, yeah, so yeah i yeah. always kind of got that vibe but last night it felt like there was legit real fans watching this and the kids obviously you see the kids cheering certain wrestlers and it, it, it was a really good show i was i was pleasantly like you just said i was pleasantly surprised on how good he was it was so good my brother shout out to my brother mentalist my brother christian text me saying damn this is a good show <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't really keep up like we do so mm. so yeah he really enjoyed it so yeah man um do you want to go straight into it or do you want to talk about anything before we start talking about crown jewel Anything on the top of your mind that you want to get off your chest? Anything you've been watching recently that you want to talk about? I mean, if we must, and I think we must, Shibata is back. He's back. It, like, um, it's, it, you, wait, wait, before you dampen the mood here, mm. I think it's just great to see someone that has come back from injury. We've had, obviously, the Daniel Bryan's of edges course. and all that in recent times um, on our mainstream products, if you like, um, come back and this is someone I start when I started watching New Japan properly. This is someone I got into and it was almost quickly taken away from me because of the injury. Um, you know, and I don't think a head injury or, you know, the, the nerve jack damage or whatever it was that he suffered from should be taken lightly. Obviously, if that's still there, then it's still there. But he returned against Zack Sabre Jr. in like an exhibition match. They drew. The match ended with no winner after, I think, five minutes. Um, 
but Shibata did come out and say, you know, next time he'll be back, he'll be in his ring gear. This isn't like a one and done. He's coming back. He even ran back into the ring and gave himself a back bump to prove like <laughs> I'm ready to go. So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward. And New Japan needs something like this. Even in the G1 finals, Kota Bushi got an injury and Okada was just given the G1 championship, like the, the cup. The match yeah. never actually had a natural conclusion. So yeah. they, they, New Japan have been suffering since last year, as far as I'm concerned. And this is just a bit of, you know, good news to kind of lift the mood over there. This is what I'm worried about. Now, I could be totally wrong here. Mm-hmm. He could have had the, the definitely the medical all clear and he could be 100% fair. I'm sure for a fact that if he wasn't able to compete again, they wouldn't let him compete. You get what yeah, I'm trying yeah. to say. So I'm not yeah. trying to disparage NJPW there. But, but, you know, Shibata back in the day, he was like one of NJPW's rising stars. And like you said, when you started getting into the product, he was snatched away from you. You know what I mean? You were really enjoying his work. And then obviously he had that really horrific, it was against Okada when he when he collapsed backstage afterwards, wasn't it? Against, I think it was against Okada when he had that injury. I don't know. I could be wrong about that. But mm-hmm. I believe he had a match against Okada and he went backstage and he collapsed. And then obviously he was diagnosed with that injury that he had. And obviously he was taken away and then it looked like his career was done. And I'm not saying that he's not, as time grows, the brain is able to heal, the injury, the head injury has been able to heal. You know, we've seen it with Daniel Bryan, we've seen him with Edge and whatnot. But um, what I'm worried about is they know they've been kind of falling behind in terms of creativity, in terms yeah. of a product, in terms of a, and what you, that's the old school wrestling mentality that you do is like bring back that star. Even though the star has injuries, even though the star can't compete, it, they were still bringing back. I'm not saying right. that's exactly what this is, but I'm just a bit worried that, and you know, you know how they go hard in NJPW, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I don't see Shibata being like, I'm going to come back, but I can't do what I used to do. I still still think he's going to be like, I want to do what I used to do. And yeah, I'm just concerned, but it is great to see him back. He looked very good. He looked mm. very healthy, very fit, very lean, very good in shape. And you know, he's, um, it's good to see Shibata back. So I might start tuning back in. I've been a bit off NJPW recently. Just, we all have, don't worry. <laughs> Yeah, this is what happens with me with NJPW. It's like there's moments where I watch it for sheer brilliance and I watch it for a good few years. And then there's moments where I'm like, oh, I'm a bit bored and like step step away from it. Yeah. But yeah, I might, I might come back to it. But yeah, okay. Okay, I guess that is the big talking point uh, in the wrestling world. Shibata mm. has returned to New Japan Pro Wrestling. But let's talk about it. Let's talk about WWE Crown Jewel. Uh, it was held last night, uh, Thursday, October the 21st in... Uh, Rehad Stadium is that what Rehad Saudi Arabia? Rehad, oh, Rehad Saudi. Oh, it's in Rehad Saudi Arabia, of course. Yeah, um, the stadium's not called Rehad Stadium, is it? I, it might be called Rehad something to be fair. Yeah, no, okay. Um, you know, no, no, sat- the stadium is called King Abdullah something. I remember them saying, so King yeah, Abdullah, yeah, okay, the King Abdullah Stadium. Um, you know, lots of hype going into this because of the main event type of matches that we have in this card. This felt like a very very this felt more important than a I'm not gonna say a money in a bank because the money bank felt more important than that, but it felt more important, it felt more important than like a like a no mercy, it felt more important than a backlash. It felt more do you know what I mean? Mate, it felt, I've seen people say online that this was better than both WrestleMania and SummerSlam this year. And these are people that don't like they're not WWE fans per se, but they reckon that this show in terms of consequence and things making yeah, sense, I, I think was better than sense. WrestleMania and SummerSlam. It, 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 they might be right. Yeah, because I'm going to be honest with you. It gave me, 
I, this is going to be such a weird thing to say, and a lot of my wrestling alumni might hear this, and what the hell are you talking about, Skillet? But it, it kind of gave me a vibe of, of 97 pay-per-view feel. Like, the way it was booked reminds me of 1997. And I don't know, I, this doesn't make any sense. I can't explain it. But especially that ending that we'll talk about with Reigns mm-hmm. and Lesnar, with the Usos getting involved, and Reigns just w- winning it with just a, with a title shot, smashed in the face. Felt like something that DX would have done back in it. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, felt... yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I was, I was wondering where you were going with that, but yeah. <laughs> it just felt like when DX went to the Britain and they beat Bulldog and upset mm. everyone. It just felt a bit like that. But anyway, maybe I'm going a bit overboard. But let's talk about it. It kicked off with the Usos versus the Hurt Business. I was actually pleasantly surprised this match was booked. Mm. Um, Ace messaged us in the group chat while he's recovering from his hospital bed. Shelton Benjamin deserves better. Um, I would say... Cedric Alexander deserves better. No offense to Shelton. Shelton's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, but I think he had his time. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't think it's the Shelton time anymore, but for someone who should have its time right now, 100% should be Cedric Alexander. But this was a good match. Not taking away from the people in the match. Very good match. Very back and forth. And Usos is the hottest tag team in the world right now. I mean, Usos and the Young Bucks are the hottest tag teams in the world right now. Let me just say that. Mm-hmm. But Usos, you know, you, you weren't going to beat the Usos, right? Right decision? Yeah, yeah, right decision. Them man not even lucky to be on the card, like you said. Like the Usos should be on the card. They're the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. But um, yeah, the the Hurt Business. We still don't have any explanation of why they got back together um, after Bobby Lashley kicked both of their asses. Then they kicked each other's asses, and then now they're just yeah. back together. But um, yeah, it was just a good little showing for them. Get the crowd warmed up for what was the great show that followed. I feel like what they're doing with the Hurt Business is they don't want to have anybody explain the reasons why they've returned until MVP's back in that ring. Maybe. I think they want to, uh, you know, assign MVP to do that good work, mold that together, explain what's going on. Yeah. Why, you know, because why is it the fact that Hurt Business is back but they didn't get involved in a Goldberg match? I just, it's just like, it just they didn't did. make... Oh, did they? Did I miss yeah. that? Oh, I must have missed that. They did, I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was maybe. making popcorn at the same time. So maybe... <laughs> Maybe when I went to make my microphone, microwave popcorn, I was waiting for the thing to go up. Maybe when I came back, oh, okay, I must have missed that. Okay, yeah, we'll talk did. about that in a bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, Usos pick up the win, uh, rightfully so. Uh, and, and Usos was red hot in Saudi Arabia. They were over as well. So, um, uh, I, think, Ed, I think there was a part in the match where everyone was shouting Usos just before the match started. And yeah, Jimmy yeah, was yeah. on the outside and looked at Jay and looked at the crowd. And they were like, Usos, Usos. And then they were like, rah, like... We're meant to be the yeah. bad guys here. <laughs> I feel like a lot of the wrestlers, because I saw Becky's reaction, I saw Sasha's reaction. Yeah. I saw I think a lot of wrestlers were really surprised how over they were in Saudi Arabia. And mm. it's working. That means it's working. That's what mm. it, that's what that means. Um all right, I'm gonna let you talk about this match. Edge, Seth Rollins, Hell in a Cell. I mean, my my phone was popping off. People were telling me how great this match was, how much of this was a classic. Even my brother Christian shout out to me this. He even said this was a classic. What's your thoughts on this match, Max? It was fantastic. Like, you see some people sometimes, they just mesh together well. And Edge and um, Seth Rollins, even in their own right, are just brilliant stars on their own. But obviously, their ability to tell a story. And I haven't seen it, but I think Seth Rollins was saying something. I saw some, like, little people, like, people mentioning it online and stuff. People mentioning that when Seth Rollins had his um, Broken Skull session with um steve austin which is on the network he mentioned something about maybe not doing a hell in a cell again unless he got to do it his way or him and edge wouldn't have stepped in a cell if they didn't get to do it their way um 
So, yeah, there might be something there as to how this match was booked and put together. But just some of the spots, like the spot where um, Seth Rollins was on the top rope, he got pushed off the top rope by Edge onto the cage, through the table. Um, Edge took the powerbomb, the sunset flip through the through the table. Um, we saw the use of the chain for the stomp around Seth Rollins' foot. Um, he used the chain to do that like cross-face maneuver he's doing through the opponent's mouth, Edge did. Um then obviously he used like a the stomp. He got used the stomp to win, didn't he? Edge. He did. Yes, he yeah. Did. Just yes, how did. just how um Seth Rollins won at Madison Seth, Square Garden. Seth was, gonna, Seth was gonna do the stomp on Edge, but Edge put the, the chair between his legs. His legs, yeah, Quite, low blow. Him, yeah, took him out, was gonna pin him, but then was like, No, I'm gonna end this with the stomp. Yeah. And very good feud. This is like three great matches, three solid matches from these two. Um, I mean Edge. He's just doing. I can't even fault Edge, man. Like I can't. Yeah, like, yeah. I wasn't that excited for him to return. It wasn't bad. It wasn't like, when he returned at Royal Rumble, it was a nice surprise. It was nice to see him. I knew the moment he returned, he was going to win that Rumble match. He won it, and I was a bit like, I'm confident that Edge is going to win this, but still not going to win at WrestleMania. I'm confident yeah, Edge yeah. knows better. I was yeah. like, I'm actually confident in Edge, and Edge did the right thing, and he was like, No, I'm not going to come and take people's shine. I'm going to come there and put, help people get put over. And he became a vessel, him and Daniel Bryan, sacrificed for Roman Reigns' uh, incredible run at the moment. Mm. And listen, Edge, is, he's just got that mind. He, he's not egotistical. He's not, like, yeah. he's not like a Hogan where he needs to hold on to his spot. Yeah, but yeah. that being said, he might need to win the, the WWE title. Not off Biggie. Not off Biggie. He, where, where's Edge on? Is he on Raw or SmackDown? So yeah, this is the one thing I was gonna say that Michael Cole saying during the match, oh, they're they're finishing up here, these guys. This is the third in the trilogy, blah blah blah. Um, and now Edge is gonna move over to Raw, but Seth Rollins is also on Raw now as of the draft. So they're gonna see each other again. WWE are probably gonna pick them together on Monday night, knowing them. Um, but yeah, Edge to win the WWE title. Uh, I don't I don't know if I want to see that personally. I I like where he is now, having great feuds. Um, putting guys over. I think his next big story needs to be with Finn Balor. Finn Balor's moving over to Raw as well. Finn Balor's had two high-profile losses, one at Saudi we'll talk about, and obviously the other one as a demon against Roman at Extreme Rules. I think Finn could do with, you know, getting one over someone like Edge um, and Brood just keep using him like that. Brood 2021. <laughs> Edge, Finn, and who else? Uh, I mean, it can't be Bray. It can't guy. be Alistair Black. That's true. I don't know what other characters are there like that. That's though? true. I don't even know you myself. You, you could say Alexa Bliss, but mm. yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll just put that. But yes, Edge versus Finn and help Finn get a rub. Finn needs to turn heel drastically. He I wanted. I kind of wanted Finn to attack Xavier after the match, but we'll talk about that. Mm. Um, okay, big up. This match was great. Probably arguably the, one of the best matches of the card. Yeah, um, definitely one of. So uh, um, next up. Mansoor, the undefeated Saudi Arabian champion <laughs> in Saudi Arabia. Uh, Mansoor, is this is his third match in Saudi Arabia? It might be his fourth, you know. So this might heat. So okay, so if he was it's either his third or fourth, but either way, now he has the best record in Saudi Arabia because Brock Lesnar lost last night. Brock Lesnar yeah, was well. the only person he had a, another also had a hundred percent record in Saudi Arabia. 
So, so um, Mansour is the undefeated Saudi Arabian king at the moment. He 100. faced off against Ali. Uh, Ali, they had a storyline where Ali was his mentor. Yeah. Ali's trying to get Mansour, you know, in shape and make sure he's become a bona fide superstar. Them to tag together, but even when they were tagging together, they had a bit issues because it seems that Mansoor just likes to just embrace being a wrestler. Mansoor loves that he's enjoying the fact that he's actually got this job. He likes to embrace other wrestlers. He doesn't hate anybody else. He mm. just like he just wants to compete and be there. Where Ali is all about no, you need to be serious. You need to be the best. And if you're the best, you're not going to be friends with everyone. So they have different ways of looking at it. Where Ali got a bit fed up because they kept losing their matches. Ali turned on him. This is where we are to in this match now. This match was cool. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was slightly a bit disappointed. I wasn't it wasn't a bad match by any means, but I know how hard these two can go. And I was kind of hoping they were allowed to. Because I don't know if it's the booking, the way it was produced. Kind of hope they were allowed to kind of give it their all, you know? Yeah. I think it's a thing where, like you said, they they will definitely had some crutches, told them to don't give everything. Maybe they want to continue the story in the US once they get back. Um, as well, we know Ali would have been amazing in this match. And Ali is ultimately the heel. So they can't let Ali do everything he can do because he'll end up being the one cheered in this match. Um, so, yeah, I think it was, I mean, personally how I would have booked this and I've said this before what I would have done is kept them as a tag team because I think these two are really good as a tag team and will probably struggle for TV time apart I would have kept them as a tag team and then let them challenge Randy Orton and Riddle for the tag titles at Saudi and then where the whole story between them is being Ali trying to make Mansoor be a bit streetwise in his wrestling be a bit dirty where he needs to Mansoor could have done something in the match a bit cheeky mm-hmm. um, not quite cheating but just a bit cheeky to get the win over someone like Riddle, pin Riddle. That way he satisfies what Ali has been telling him the entire time and they win the tag team championships. So it's not like a stupid, let's just break them up and have them fight at Saudi. There's actually a purpose. They become tag team champions. We need more tag team wrestling and stuff on Raw. Um, And yeah, he gets to carry an actual belt in his country. Like, I think that would have been a better way to go than just splitting them. Um, But what happened happened it was a decent match i, I, I was, decent I was match. saying that at least mansoor is good imagine mansoor wasn't good and he we was just forced to watch him every year at saudi exactly i'm glad you said that because you know they would still do that even if he <laughs> yeah. because they sign a, a guy from saudi arabia that's because he but he can't wrestle a lick but they're like no but we still need to sign him He's like yeah <laughs> but at least mansoor can move like i love that finisher mansoor did when he uh, flipped off the top of the yeah off the rope, to a net breaker i was like yes this is what i'm talking about this is yeah. the offense that i love to see so anyway after that after mansoor gets the win the crowd cheers the crowd wasn't as red hot for mansoor as we've seen as previously, previously yeah though. i don't know why i don't know why I don't maybe the wrestling fans will be like yeah it's wrestling fans isn't it it's like you i think it, well love it before if I'm correct, don't get me wrong. If, 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 if WWE was just randomly doing a pay per view at Trinidad Tobago, yeah, <laughs> and they, they booked this Trinity guy who's not, he's, he's decent, but he's, you yeah. know, he's a decent worker, but he's not the greatest. Obviously, in my first appearance, I'm going to be like, yeah, boy, Trinity, boy, yeah, boy, I'm going crazy, right? <laughs> but as time goes on, and I realize, because I'm a wrestling fan first mm. and foremost, and I realize this Trinity guy, I. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's not like he's, he's not, not great. Yeah. I yeah. don't know if like, yeah, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. You know and I, I think before Mansoor's had like 
he won the the great what, what did he do like a battle royal he won yeah, the battle royal, royal he'd done yeah. something else i think was when he debuted more or less um, yeah. so it was still fresh yeah 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 he's been on raw for the past three four months or so now so everyone's yeah. probably a bit more used to him um that's and like i said if they kept them in a tag team he cheated to win or done something cheeky to win and they won the tag team titles on the night that would have probably ascertained a big pop but this was just a standard singles win and bit of a nothing match so after the mansoor wins ali attacks mansoor beats him up from behind and then some music hits and a man walks out with a um his face was covered his face was covered let's just say that yeah yeah (laughs) And he was taking, he was walking to the ring very slowly. Mm. <laughs> I was like, this man's taking time. <laughs> like, to the point where Ali kept repeating himself, like, who is this? Like, who's guy? this? <laughs> who is this? About guy? asking his shoulders. Yeah, asking his shoulders. <laughs> who, is <this>? <laughs> <laughs> who is this guy? You know him. Like, it was just, I was like, this guy's taking too long. And I think th- there was bits where I think he started realizing, like, okay, I need to speed up a bit. So he started yeah, walking yeah. a bit faster. Comes in, even when he took off the mask, uh, or, or when he took off the covering, mm. um, it still took ages. I was like, this man, is, what's going on here? Is this, I thought, <laughs> for a minute, I thought, is that Marley? Is that, I, like, <laughs> <laughs> I said Marley. <laughs> so he takes off the covering, and the crowd did, like, Ace didn't think so, because Ace mm. is like, I didn't see, I think they were nuts for him. They, they I, I, I wouldn't say, well, it's like they recognized who it was, and they like, they oh, oh, oh. Yeah, it was, it was, but you know what? You know what I clocked afterwards? I was thinking, right, this guy was wearing a karate suit the entire time. Yeah, it kind of like, gave it away. He only, he he only revealed his face. So surely the crowd should have probably known before then who yeah. this was. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And it's like, the man's black as well. So it's like... It's like... <laughs> You can right. probably count on your hand the amount okay. of black yeah, men in Saudi that do karate. Like uh, karate, um, and his name is Tariq Hamedi. Uh, he was Olympic silver medalist. I'm assuming in this year Olympics. The hell out, yeah, yeah. You knock someone the hell out in in, in Olympics in Olympic karate. You're not allowed to knock out. And he he done that. Some he he went for a body kick. The person like lowered their head. He clocked the man around his head. The guy got knocked out. He basically so what, got he would have won gold if he didn't do that. Hundred percent. The guy's lethal. Okay. Right. Well, yeah. You know, he did his thing and did a great kick. Uh, probably similar to the yeah. Olympic thing to Ali. Ali sold it like a charm, and um, him and Mansoor hugged each other and embraced each other. And it's great to see. Is this good to see? That was nice to see. Yeah, yeah. It's good good inclusion, good representation as well. Yeah. Ali and um um what's his face? Mansoor, first ever yeah. Muslims, um Muslim Muslim match in um oh, WWE. Yeah, I never so, thought of that. Yeah. that really? yeah, yeah, yeah. First time two Muslims faced off against each other in Saudi yeah. Arabia as well, in the Muslim country. Yeah. That's actually quite beautiful. That needs to be let's yeah. give a round of applause for that. Hundred percent. <laughs> 100%. We're all about the representation. That's what I'm saying. That's great to see. That's history. You just yeah, mentioned man. history. Thank you. That's why you're part of the show, Max. <laughs> you think of things I would never think of. Well, I saw it online, but it's, <laughs> I'll take the credit. It's uh, fine. I should have I should have realized that too. That's actually a great moment. That's actually be, that's beautiful. All right. Um, 
Next up, RK Bro versus AJ Styles and Omos. Um, uh, Randy Orton comes out. Obviously, well, obviously, AJ and Omos made the first appearance at first. Then Randy Orton comes out and he looks very frustrated. He's like, where the hell is Matt? Matt's doing this all the time. He's not with me right now. What the hell's going on? And Matt rolls up in a camel. But bro, bro. And the crowd loved it. Orton sold it well. Orton sold it in character, like to say, I'm with a bubbling idiot yeah. as a tag team partner. And they need to keep this up until WrestleMania next year. Yeah. Where Orton finally bites Riddle. Hopefully at Royal Rumble. Yeah. Maybe at Royal Rumble or maybe at like Elimination Chamber. Um, he eliminates him or some shit. Who knows? But um, yeah, I think WrestleMania, like you're saying, is the destination to end this. Um, get Randy back into that devilish Viper yeah. mode. Um, yeah. Ready for a, um, a big match with Riddle. They deserve and, uh, it. I mean, what a way to like make Riddle a star as well. Mm. You know, with that, I, I actually do have high hopes for Riddle as well. I think he can do really well. They they clearly have high hopes for Riddle. Yeah. Like even despite you know some of the other allegations and stuff around Riddle's name, they've just persevered. They dropped the mat from his name, just called him Riddle, so that he can't be found on the internet because of course no one knows his first name's Matt anymore, just because WWE dropped it. Mm. But yeah, other people you've, we've seen how they just bun them and put them to the side. Um, Riddle, they're still persevering with the guy has been very entertaining, one of the best parts of Raw consistently every week. Yes. So, yeah, high, ho- high hopes for Riddle, no pun intended. <laughs> um, so obviously, this wasn't as good as matches we've seen before from these, these four, but it wasn't bad, it was nice, it was a nice little fun match. It was quite quick, I don't think it was a long match. I think altogether this match was like maybe eight minutes or something yeah like maybe that. something like that um, yeah, it was very short we got the rko out of nowhere rko um, out of nowhere <laughs> it was great and uh who got pinned aj obviously almost doesn't get pinned. yes aj got pinned after floating bro i think it was from riddle so okay yeah. one two three uh next up singles match to crown the first ever queen of the ring queen's crown tournament uh, so they don't call it King of the Ring or Queen no, of the Ring. They call, it's they, Queen's I mean, Crown. I mean, so Xavier still has the King of the Ring lineage, but this is Queen's Crown. So this is it's kind of similar, but a bit different. Mm. But the first ever Queen's Crown tournament between Dio Drop, which is Piper Nevin. I can't pronounce. What's her name? Dio? Do Drop. Yeah. Do Drop. I mean, what is this? Uh, and or like she calls herself on Twitter, Double D. <laughs> uh. That's attitude error esque. I like that. I like that. She calls herself it, people. Rude, it's not Rude me. Printing his back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and Zelina Vega in the final. Um, this was a very short match as well. Just Dewdrop dominating most of the match because of her strength. Zelina Vega persevering through her agility. And uh, at the end, Zelina Vega did that. Red, Sunset flip. The red, red alert. Red, red alert. Red was red cold red. Cold red. Cold red. Sorry. Mm. Red alert. Look at me. <laughs> cold red on to do, and it was a very good cold red as well. The mm. way Zelina bent her body round to to do that. Yeah. Incredible. Uh, one, two, three. Zelina Vega, Queen of the Ring. I think that's a very good, very good shout. Yeah. Um. She will probably ill for her it'll definitely be more on the gimmicky kind of side because they never seem to let her wrestle a match for long enough to really show her ability so it'll probably more of the gimmick of being queen zelina which i think she's got all the comedic chops chops acting chops to be able to do that very well yeah. um and do drop 
a lot of people thought it would be Dewdrop again on like maybe for the wrong reasons that you know she's a bigger lady and it's like oh let's uh, let's show that queens come in all shapes and sizes and all this kind of inclusion kind of stuff so yeah it, it was it's not Dewdrop um we'll see where she kind of falls back into into things but I think they made the right decision with Zelina do, do you think obviously remember, do you remember all the stuff around Zelina not getting to perform on the 9-11 show yeah do you think because this is like a, a sorry we messed up here you go uh possibly or they possibly assured her yeah when when they messed up they were like don't worry about it we got plans for you yeah we'll fix like, it hmm. I was like, okay because she didn't really she was upset obviously she posted something that she was clearly upset by it but she didn't yeah. continue she didn't go on she didn't like mm-hmm. keep talking about it so i'm sure they had to nip that in the bud straight away like we're really sorry that we didn't put you on the 9-11 show. We know how much this means to you. But don't worry, we have some serious plans for you. And they were like, shit, we need to do quick. <laughs> <laughs> Make a whole tournament for yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, she needs to win it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. So, yeah, <laughs> and it was good yeah. to see that at least the final was two up-and-coming stars. Yeah, that's yeah, true. That's it true. wasn't like a Bailey and Zelina Vega or Charlotte. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? It was it was good to yeah. see two up and coming stars final in the yeah. As long as long as they give her the TV time, she's gonna smash this role as queen. I'm a hundred percent absolutely. Like, she'll be brilliant at it. Absolutely. Um, Goldberg versus Bobby Lashley. No holds barred match. Falls count anywhere. This since this is probably Goldberg's best match since Goldberg Lesnar at WrestleMania. Um, what was the one in 2017? Was that the yeah? I know which one you're talking about, but I think WrestleMania 30, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. This is Goldberg's best match since then, yeah, probably. This match was really good, Mm -hmm. this is really good. I I mean, it's very, I didn't like the fact that he like Lashley kind of got too dominated, like, like. Don't get me wrong. I know Lashley was dominating most of the match, and it took Lashley going through a table for Lesnar for, uh, for, yeah. for Goldberg to change it all around. I get mm. that, but he just he was a bit too dominant. I felt. But I, you said that you mentioned the bits where Hurt Business came in. I missed that. I was like making popcorn. So, so um, yeah, what happened? They they ended up outside the ring. Lashley started walking up the the entrance way as if he was gonna walk out, gonna leave. Then Hurt Business, Cedric and Shelton came through the curtain smiling holding kendo sticks past um bobby lashley kendo stick they walk down to the ring now goldberg's on the ramp and um sean benjamin got a big boot um then cedric alexander got thrown over goldberg's head that's when goldberg then picked up the kendo sticks that they had and started flogging bobby lashley with a kendo stick um yeah they were up there for a while and then obviously the finish did you see the finish I saw the finish when yeah. Goldberg speared him off off the stage. Yeah, off the stage. Yeah. That was yeah. a very good, very good bump. Yeah, yeah, very good bump. Um, and then yeah, pinned him, and then yeah, he won the match. So yeah, well, it, was, it was a good match. I noticed that um, they specifically made sure everybody realized that Lashley walked away after that. Yeah, 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 yeah. They wanted to make Lashley see very dominant, see strong, yeah. Yeah, so okay, so Goldberg defeats Lashley. I think you know, you and I saw this coming. I, yeah, I didn't yeah, think yeah. it'd be like this though, like this though, but yeah. I think we saw that Goldberg would get his one back, and there was no interference from Gabe. Maybe they couldn't fly Gabe over. Maybe. Oh, Gage, 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 <laughs> yeah. Gage, sorry, Gage, not Gabe, Gage. Yeah, yeah. They couldn't fly him over, maybe. So that's probably why there was no. Um, I did like the fact that Goldberg went to hug the, the kids, the kids, 
that was nice. So yeah. And then he said yeah. to the camera uh, just at the end, it's like that's what happens when you mess with my family. family. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, you wait, you wait two months later to come and attack the attacker. Brilliant dad, dad of the year. He needs to get banged up on raw, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I want her business to destroy him. I'm sick and tired of Goldberg. Good, no, good at him. It was good to see him doing his thing, but I'm tired of Goldberg. And it's a problem because he put on such a good show last night. They're going to get him again. Yeah. Well, if, if, did, no. he's never faced Reigns yet, has he? Apparently, on this contract he has, I think he still has two matches on his current contract. Maybe one. But yeah, that's probably Royal Rumble or WrestleMania. So. <sighs> All right, next up, the final of the King of the Ring. Uh, let's actually, let me ask you a question. Let's see mm-hmm. on the top of your head if you can mention. I'm going to give you 10 names. 10 yeah. King of the Ring winners. Go. Um, Bad News Barrett, Sheamus, Booker T, uh, Triple H, Stone Cold, uh, Ken Shamrock, Mr. Perfect. Um, I don't know if Perfect was a king of the ring, you know. Oh, sorry, you're not Mr. Perfect. Um, Billy Gunn, sorry, that's what I meant to say. Um, uh, Owen Hart, yep, you got two more. I don't think he haven't. Um, what's his name? Baron Corbin. Yep. Uh, One more. I mean, we. we I talk um, about what's his name? Mabel. 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 Okay, that's 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 what you mentioned. Tender. That's really good. So names you could have said. You could have said Don Morocco, Harley Race, uh, Randy Savage, Ted DiBiase, Tito Santana. Brett the Hitman Hart. You didn't say Brett Hart, man. You know what? I you know what? I knew Owen had won it, but I, I fought Brett, but I couldn't. I wasn't sure. So but, Brett yeah. won it in '93 when they resurrected it. So okay, it, it, okay. It, it went through the '80s and they stopped it, and then Brett came back and won it in '93, and then Owen, then Mabel, then Austin, then Triple H, then Ken Shamrock, yeah, yeah, then yeah, Billy yeah. Gunn, then Kurt Angle, then Edge. Kurt Angle. That's yeah. who I was trying to think of. Edge, yeah, Edge as well. Edge is the former King of the Ring winner. Brock Lesnar, yeah. Booker T, William Regal, Sheamus, Bandus Barrett, Baron Corbin, and now the brand new King of the Ring is Xavier Woods. And what a match this was! This was a really good match. Was, and what was. I loved about it was the New Day are just—they're so historical in, in terms of wrestling. Not just black wrestling figures, but in wrestling figures because you don't really see a faction like the New Day win. Obviously, the tag team titles is will be given with factions but tag team titles world heavyweight championships intercontinental championships u.s championships and now you know we've got a king and ring winner in there new day will go down as one of the best factions of all time brother this morning i've been editing um the video that we recorded for my channel about biggie and you literally said the exact same thing about new day just after biggie had won the world title just obviously we didn't even know xavier was in this king of the ring tournament yeah like they they're just absolutely phenomenal in terms of how they've made this faction mean so much more than just a trademark. WWE will get together, sell some merch, stay together for some years. Someone's going to turn on someone else and we'll break up. Like, just everything about them. Like, you can't hate the New Day at this point. No. Even if you're not into the, the silliness, the childishness, the twerking, like, just individual brilliance amongst them and the accolades that they're just receiving year on year. 
they're amazing. Shout out to Ash Rose, who's a friend of the of the of the podcast, who had uh, Xavier Woods on his Hooked on Wrestling show a few years back, and Xavier said to him that one of his dreams is to become a King of the Ring winner, and he mm. said he also said to Ash, he said he said you know winning you know single world titles is in their mix. So he obviously he was referring to Biggie, yeah. But for him, before he even looked at winning a WWE Championship. He needs to win the King of the Ring. And I feel like, I mean, I don't get me wrong, King of the Ring came back last year with um, Corbin. But I wouldn't be surprised if, if Xavier Woods is the reason why this King of the Ring tournament has been coming back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they've given it to him. And I think they gave it to the right person. I don't think Finn being the King of the Ring would have been good. I just felt that with Finn, they should have used this opportunity to make him turn a new leaf in terms of a heel. Because he, he'd be a phenomenal heel. Yeah, maybe maybe there's something that could, they can still develop because, and and even making it make more sense. Yes, we know that Xavier is, um, you know, he's been craving this for a long time. But obviously, Biggie's um, on Raw now as WWE Champion. Xavier and Kofi have been moved over to SmackDown, and apparently, Kofi's about to go on paternity leave. Um, I, expe- I believe he's expecting some kids, so maybe that's even more why they've given him this kind of singles position, Xavier Woods, to run with King of the Ring for a while, whilst Kofi might not actually be around. So um, Kofi's expecting his third child. I think. I, I think if I'm correct, Kofi's expecting twins. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, congratulations, Kofi, man. So um, yeah, he's probably going to be off for a minute, um, supporting that, and Xavier is going to be on SmackDown alone as King. So um. Yeah, that's probably another reason as to why. But like you said, this is someone that wanted this. I don't know if you've seen it. He's done like a WWE.com, like one of their backstage digital for their website interviews and stuff. Guy was crying. Mm. The guy was crying. Mm. He said like he's never wanted anything else in his life. Like he thought he's achieved everything. He's seen Kofi and Biggie win the titles. He's won all the tag team accolades, intercontinental title um, with the white the white strap. He said he would have loved to win and stuff like that. Um, but this is all he's ever wanted. And the guy was holding back tears. He was fighting tears, but tears are still pouring. Like, it's oh, good for you, Xavier, man. Dreams come true. You know what I mean? Mm. And you're living out your dream right now. So, you know, that's these guys, are just so inspiring. Yeah, honestly, big up the new day and Ash. Uh, I mean, not Ash Max, he won it on Black History Month. All right, <laughs> <laughs> that's our black king. Yeah, I mean, yeah, let's go. Um, Biggie versus Drew McIntyre for the world WWE World Heavyweight Championship. This yeah. was a great match, man. This yeah. was a great match. But I said this on the group chat first and foremost. Yeah, I'm bored of Drew McIntyre. Don't get me wrong, I don't. I'm not bored of him as an in-ring talent. I think as an in-ring talent, he's he's a must. He's needed, mm-hmm. and he's very good. Uh, but his character development, his promos, it's just not. Let, let, let me ask you a question: were you, were you watching his run to winning the Royal Rumble and then beating Lesnar? Were you watching? That? Uh, yes, I was. Yes, I was. Yeah. What did you think of Drew then? I wasn't bad. I didn't. I also at the time though, I did say I don't think he was ready. I felt mm-hmm. like I said I didn't have a problem him winning the Royal Rumble because it was something new mm-hmm. and fresh, mm-hmm. and especially the way he won it was amazing. It was a very mm-hmm. good match. I felt I didn't have a problem him challenging Lesnar for the title. I felt it should have been Lesnar Drew for the title, but I felt Lesnar should have retained. And what they should have done was make Drew do the chasing game where he gets it back in SummerSlam. That's what I was saying. But obviously, when I said okay. that. Hey, an ace went down my throat like I was hating on Drew. I was, I was, I'm not hating on Drew. That's because I have an opinion about where I think he should be. 
doesn't mean I'm hating on him. That's, yeah. And Ace at that time, he really loved Drew. He was a massive. He, he was, I remember he, he had, he had an interview this? with Drew. I remember he had an interview yeah. with Drew on BBC. And Drew yeah, Mark. He was, so every he time was. I say something opposite, he was like, No, you're hating. You're hating on Drew Skillet. I said, I'm not hating on Drew. I just don't think he's ready. And I felt like I was proving right because don't get me wrong, him winning the title, and he wasn't a bad champion. And I'm not saying that. I'm not saying it was a wrong decision to make him champion either. I'm not saying mm. that. But I just feel like we get what we got now. And now I'm bored of him. So what I was trying to get at is that I think his run up to winning the Royal Rumble and then beating Lesnar was damn near perfect yeah. in terms of building somebody. Um, and it wasn't, you know, we, we all know Drew. We all know, look, his physical capabilities. He looks like a star and all of that kind of stuff. So it was very easy. Um, then he wins the Royal Rumble, wins the title, beats the, slays the beast. Um he he it was a bit slow remember it was the middle of pandemic we weren't actually getting a gauge for do fans actually like this guy because everything was piped in and fake um he faced i think dolph and lashley and before he kind of got embedded in the randy orton stuff for quite a long period which might be contributing to his downfall as champion and then they really started pushing He's the so if you remember before he the run for the Royal Rumble, they was calling him the Scottish psychopath when he was running around with Dolph Ziggler. They yeah. dropped it. They dropped it the whole time they were building him. When he was champion, halfway through, they started now calling him the Scottish warrior again. That's when they gave him the kill. Then the sword came and they turned him into what Nick Khan has all. It's always start comes out and says everyone needs to be marketable. Like everyone basically needs to be a toy that we can sell, basically, mm. and they they've basically molded him back into and taken away everything that made him cool up to when yeah. he won the title. And yeah. that's where I think myself as well, I agree with you that he is boring. I'm just, obviously we know it's not his fault per se, but um, they're making him into the corporate WWE kind of wrestler. And like I said, he's going to be the guy to dethrone Reigns. They, they, they see a lot in Drew. We're not finished seeing Drew or seeing him being pushed down our throat, so to speak. So, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know if he will. Don't you don't think he'll he defeat Reigns? I think, I mean, it depends on the crowd reaction. He might still do. You might, could be, you could definitely be right because of what we've seen might happen in England uh, next year. Yeah. But, I, I think I think I'm not going to be the only one that finds him boring, and I think that's that's you're gonna, not. <laughs> I think that's going to grow even more, and the fans will, and even English people might get bored of him and boo him. Like Reigns is just doing incredible stuff at the moment. Where it's, it's crazy. The wrestling, the wrestling world is so crazy because I've never, yeah. I've never, I've never called this three years ago. Mm. But it is what it is. It's, it's what happens. But who knows? You could be right too. Okay. Um, this was a good match. Really good back and forth. Very the good Saudi, match. The Saudi Arabian people were very behind Drew McIntyre. I wonder why. I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm not <laughs> but no, they were really behind Drew. Um, and. Um, yeah, very good, well booked match, back and forth, like I said, and a very good finish. And uh, Biggie retains the title. Um, this is a really good match. I recommend Chris, anybody yeah. to watch this. This is, I think, it's probably Biggie's best solo match as champion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's not a lot to draw no. on. <laughs> it's, it's this and the Lashley match, but definitely the better of the two. Yeah. And we saw the um, you know respect shown. You know, Drew gave him a thumbs up. Um, Biggie was giving all the chat like, "This is mine, baby. Ain't going nowhere." Drew, you're from my formidable, but I'm still champion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, and you yeah. can't hear you. You just didn't miss. 
Yeah, yeah. Do you... I <laughs> can't hear a word he's saying. I. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, but yeah. Next up was probably the best match of the card, I feel. Actually, 100%. Edge and Seth. Nah, Edge this was better. This was I think this is better. The triple threat. Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch for the Women's Smackdown Championship. This was a great match. Um, all three women are stars. I don't care what anybody says. Mm-hmm. Bianca Belair is up there. That's another star they've made. You know, they struggle to make stars these days in wrestling, and especially in the women's division, because it felt like the, the stars are always the same. Sasha, Charlotte. Bailey, Becky, you know, the four four horsewomen. But Bianca Belair has been molded into a star. They did do some half-stepping things with her with the whole booking of her losing the title. Mm. But sometimes that might have been a bit of a stroke of genius. You know what that, that is, though? Of genius. That's their issue with booking babyface champions. Yeah. Like Drew. Like yeah. we will probably see with Big E as well. They, yeah. they can't seem to book them. But like you said, she is amazing. She just belongs to be in the conversation with them lot now. Yeah, absolutely. She's in there. So... Uh, and this was a great match. Was, I was exa- excited to see. And the crowd was red hot, especially they were re- they were red hot for Sasha. Mm-hmm. They liked and they cheered for Bianca. Their, their chance for were... Sasha shocked Becky, like you said earlier Becky in the show. Like shocked, yeah. Becky looked at the crowd like, "What's going? Yeah, <laughs> What's going really? on here? Huh? <laughs> yeah, you know, it just shows how much of a star these women are, and how how women's wrestling is really translating over there in that part of the world. Yeah. It's really good to see. And Bianca, Be- I mean, Becky Lynch, she yeah, she was the crowd favourite for sure. Mm. This is a really good match. You know, this is what you get when you get these three women like this. They're all great workers, great chemistry, and they're put on a clinic. And in the end, uh, Bianca Belair rolled up Sasha? and No, Becky, Becky rolled, rolled up, up, Becky rolled up Sasha. Sasha. And used the ropes as leverage to get the one, two, three. Uh, very good match. Very good yeah, match. I've yeah. got nothing much to say. I just, I just think it was awesome. And it, if you haven't watched it, is. it yet, go back and watch it. It is. Um, I'll, I think I was saying that, you know, Belair has been put in the most amazing position that she is learning from the best. She hasn't come onto the main roster and been involved with in some like meaty feuds against Lacey Evans or Alexa Bliss or anyone in like the lower mid card. She, they literally put her in the top. Like when they finally, you know, made the move to putting her in the, the, um, Royal Rumble. Obviously, she yeah. won the Royal Rumble. That was between the second to last person she eliminated was Charlotte. Then she eliminated Rhea Ripley to win. Um, so she's mingled with Charlotte there. She then had the long story with Sasha Banks leading to Mania. So she's mingled with Sasha Banks. She's learned from Sasha Banks. Straight after Mania, she was in a two, three month feud with Bailey. Um, yeah. all the way up to SummerSlam, where now Becky's come back. Becky's been involved. She's even still been with, and then in the last couple of months, we've seen it between Becky, Charlotte and Sasha Banks all having their hands on matches with Bianca Belair. Like she's literally learned from the girls at the top of the card. So we, we can't expect anything else. And obviously her natural athleticism, her natural charisma has just, you know, worked hand in hand with this. She was doing like all the kind of um, ambassador kind of stuff um, for them when they went to Saudi Arabia as well. You know, the kind of media days, PR stuff that they do. Um, they, they rate her highly in that company that yeah, they're, yeah. you know face of kind of stuff especially where you know becky is a mother right now when she's balancing that bailey's not around sasha's doing a lot of the film stuff charlotte charlotte's there but if i'm completely honest i feel like they're on thin ice with charlotte maybe we're thinking mm-hmm. that you know her husband's in the her fiance's in the other company they don't know maybe charlotte's next move especially with rick not being 
having WWE ties as well. Um, not that I'm saying Charlotte's leaving, but um, you know, maybe just Ooh. thinner ice than they would have liked to be with Charlotte. Bianca Belair is literally stepping into their place as like a top woman over there. Like they're training yeah. her for that position. So yeah, definitely. Imagine if Charlotte does leave and then shows Bro. up unannounced on AEW, screwing up to um, Britt Baker. Oh. All, all I'm saying is uh, Beyonce works over there Woo! and her dad left the company. And then obviously his whole thing with in the dark side of the ring, the company have taken him out of as much of their, you know, TV and media related stuff so that he's not reminded every time a WWE show starts. So Charlotte might be on thin ice over there. Interesting. Um, all right, let's talk about it. The main event. The first time since WrestleMania 31 that I've been excited to see these two lock horns. We've seen them lock horns throughout the years since. But I think this is the first time I'm actually been genuinely excited since WrestleMania 31. So that just shows it's a testament to the good work and the good booking that Heyman and Razor have been doing with their characters. And also the booking of this storyline itself with the whole interest of, you know, is Heyman on Lesnar's side? Is he on Reigns' side? This whole program has been booked beautifully. Even the whole Reigns run has been booked beautifully. And here it is. The WWE Championship. No, Universal Championship, sorry. The WWE yeah. Universal Championship main event, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar looked amazing, by the way. He looked really good shape, cut, lean. The hair looks good on him. He just looks like a new man. Brock and, is amazing, uh, man. Yeah, man. And this was a really good match. It's, you know, your typical get to see what you see, you know, you know, the back and forth, the suplexes, the dominations, the Reigns fighting back and squirming away from him. But Reigns really played a heel really well in this match as well. It was really good to see the differences between the two. And... Um, yeah, what did you think of this? This is a really amazing match. Bro, like you said, these are two of my favourites. Like, honestly, it's not the typical pro wrestling match you'll get, but this is like a high-level sports entertainment match. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Roman is now the guy. Remember in WrestleMania 31, the whole thing was the pursuit of being the guy against Brock Lesnar. Now he is the guy. And Brock yeah. Lesnar is almost the one chasing back that status. Um and yeah, just phenomenal stuff. Roman selling the whole, I know what Suplex City looks like. I don't want to go there. Grabbing onto the ropes for life anytime, you know, um, Brock Lesnar went around his waist. Um, then obviously selling the suplexes once they did come off. Um, the the massive dive that Roman done over the top rope as well to take out Brock on the outside. Um, we saw it F5 or two F5s, I think. And Roman yeah. kicked out of both of them. Yeah. Um, and then we always knew there was going to be a ref bump to open up this match of how Heyman was going to get involved. Heyman stood in the middle of the ring, not cheering anyone, not showing any emotion for the entire match until that ref bump happened. Then he went and got the, the uh, Universal Championship, threw it in the ring between both men and just said, you know what to do with it. Yeah. So no one knows who he was actually throwing that to. No one knows yeah. who he was actually speaking to. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, as we saw, they had the little... Um, tug of war for the belt like they did, like they did that. WrestleMania 31. Yeah. yeah. Um, then the Usos came down, um, a couple of super kicks and stuff um, before we saw um, Roman put him away, well, with a spear, and then I think he hit him over the head with the belt, like you said, before he retained. Yeah. And even as the Roman walked up the ramp, you saw Heyman was like, you're not supposed to have won this match. Like that's the look he had on his face, but he's there holding the championship. Um, such a good, such a good. Like the storyline is amazing. It's yeah, amazing. it's not done. It's clearly not done either. Like 
this probably yeah. is the main event of WrestleMania, to be honest, because I hope not. I I kind of I kind of want it to be Rock Reigns. I don't think I think that's next year, bro. Oh, the year after, sorry, at, at Los Angeles, the Hollywood one. It makes mm. sense to be in Hollywood. Where is it next year? Dallas, Texas. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, Rock could show up. He could show up. I don't think his match is there, though. <laughs> is he going to show up and cut the same kind of promo? The Rock! Raise! Raise! The Rock! Rock! Raise! Usos! Rock! Haven! Rock! Russo! The Bloodline! Straight after. Bloodline! Bloodline! The Rock! Rock! Bloodline! That's the one, bro. Rock Rock beats Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania next year. And then Rome and Rock comes out afterwards. He goes, oh, just seeing what, what, what you've done, Roman. Roman beats Lesnar. Now, what do you think? Next! Next year, WrestleMania. The Rock. <laughs> Reigns. Reigns. Rock. That's the one. Hollywood. <laughs> Box office. Box office smash. Like, what the hell, bro? Like, I love The Rock. He's one of the greatest talkers of all time. But it's, it's kind of hard to convince a whole generation that he was one of the greatest talkers of all time. Because since like 2013, he's been talking nonsense. <laughs> but before then, it's, oh it's credit. God. It's credit in the bank, innit? It's credit in the bank. You don't even have to do much anymore. But he's still, you know what? He's still great. Like, even yeah, even like in the recent promos, he's still like. like remember that promo when he did on Raw, where he went off script and spoke to a guy that was dressed as Hogan. And oh, Johnny, in the crowd, Johnny yeah, he yeah, was yeah. furious with the rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said you give him a live mic. Yeah, yeah. the rock. Yeah, the rock. He still, he still got it, but it's just a lot of this. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, all right, okay. This was a great, great pay per view. I was actually pleasantly surprised, and I think it's time for us to give it a ranking. So next, out of five, what do you give WWE Crown Jewel 2021? I think a four. I honestly think a four, you know, it was just solid up and down. Like even Zelina Dewdrop, which was probably the shortest match on the card, it felt somewhat entertaining. Um, with the two ladies, especially because of the size differential between the two. Like there was still something there. And it although the Queen's crown hasn't been treated with anywhere near as much respect as it should as a tournament, the final felt somewhat special. So um, yeah, I think four. Yeah, four for me as well. A great pay-per-view, well booked and very entertaining from start to finish. So yes, I don't think I got bored at any point. Uh, no, so you know, yeah, I very, didn't get bored. Very good pay-per-view. Uh, I think going forward for the rest of the Crown Jewel pay-per-views, they need to build Mansoor like The Undertaker, having win every pay-per-view match until, and then, you know, build and build people around, like, I'm going to beat you in Saudi. And it was like, eh. and then, you know, until someone finally does. I don't know who that, that person will be, but yeah. Be at, at least they just don't yeah. make it someone that has like, you know, that where they're from is like has political issues with Saudi Arabia. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's or religious issues. You know what would be a good idea to do? Is <laughs> having a face against raids. Not next year. Not next year. The year afterwards, and then have that build as he's never lost in Saudi. Could Mansoor actually <laughs> be and beat Reigns beats for like five seconds? <laughs> <laughs> that could be a good way to do it. Yeah, yeah. That could be <laughs> <laughs> Roman gets booed out of the building. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that entrance music is sensational. I'm sorry, oh, yeah. bro. That's what a, what a remix. 
Like, is that they talk it differently because obviously it's a remix of the Shield theme, isn't it? Was it with a dead But it's totally different at the same it's time. It's very different, yeah. It's, it's very, very different. Don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong. It's got all the, the angelic tones in the beginning. The, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, you know, the opera. And then, you know, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, Reigns revamped that theme and yes, yeah, smashed it. So cool, man. Great, great theme for Reigns. And, um, yeah. All in right. case, in case anyone was wondering, um, after Saudi Arabia show, after Crown Jewel, everyone got on the plane home safe this time. There was no shenanigans at the airport. Um, so they paid their bill. They paid their bill, and we should be seeing all of our favorite superstars on SmackDown tonight. Thank you very much <laughs> for that. Like, I was worried, but no, I then I, I, I felt I wasn't worried anymore when Mansoor won because if Mansoor lost. <laughs> They will still be there today. So. <laughs> they have to call up everyone on NXT 2.0 to do SmackDown. Exactly. Max, thank you for always being the beacon of light on the Kickout podcast. No and problem, man. Keep going on. I know you've been holding the flag as we've been a bit MIA and highest. I did damage my knee. I forgot to mention that, but I damaged my knee quite badly playing football a few uh, a few weeks ago. So for the past two weeks, I've just been in my my bed just answering emails and looking depressed. yeah um but i think i'm starting to feel a bit better now my legs starting to stretch good, out good, good. and um but yes um wrestlemania uk please where can they find you and where can they follow you for your own content and um let's do some more podcasting soon my friend yeah wrestlemania uk guys twitter instagram youtube all kinds of stuff got a video with skillet and some other guys coming out next week on my youtube on monday all about biggie oh, so yeah. Um, yeah you guys should enjoy that just finished editing that today um but yeah other than that and catch me on the kick out either with you or yeah. doing or the rest of the guys or doing the news episodes from time to time well i say maybe um midweek next week we do another rundown another episode um and we put some we have some interviews that we recorded ages ago that we haven't used so we'll just probably throw that in the mix as well so you hear some interviews from the likes of becky lynch street profits byron corbin and uh and there's more there current oh ray mysterio and dominic so we'll just throw those interviews out for the next episodes coming forward it is quite dated but you know it's still quite interesting content some questions were asked and some interesting answers so yes. we'll use that for the show and max thank you so much uh no i guess we'll just leave it from there i guess yeah we'll uh, keep listening to the kick out guys keep tuning in and there'll be more content coming soon